506 stick shift dark blue F-150 in good condition Out of 119,000 miles, only five on the new transmission It's got leather seats, sunroof, it's sitting on 33s It'll run smooth, it'll get you from A to B, but not for me Cause every time I turn that key, I see her shotgun riding down a two-lane road Just driving around with no place to go Singing along to where the green grass grows Hands out the window floating on the breeze She's fixing her lips in the drop-down mirror That pretty little thing made it hard to steer I'm never gonna get her out of there There's too many memories Now there's a perception in the wind all right, welcome back, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to Am Hodgepodge. That's a song about my favorite truck. Yeah. <laughs> so that song, 7500 OBO, we're going to play coming in the next segment, the sister song by a different artist, and then we're going to have a conversation. All right. So if you want to... Which is going to be about trucks? No, no, no. I do have a question about this, though. All right. Okay. I want to see the similarities, and yet... Uh, the songs, the 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 sound of, are very different. Yeah, but but I want to make up. I, I want to ask a couple questions. I want to get your thoughts on it, and then I want to start a conversation. Oh, just a small one. All right. Give my input, my expertise. Welcome back, everybody. That's Mark Dapp. This is Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge, and as promised, we made it to our second sec- segment, and this is where we get to bring in our guests. I'm lucky enough that I'll be <laughs> I'll be hearing you twice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So this was something that kind of came across the radar, and I thought, man, Frank, who is in my Rotary group, and he is uh, our president, the mm. the Radford one. We've got a Rotarian, and you're in the Blacksburg group. Yes, I am. Yeah. So you're in the Blacksburg group. And uh, I was like, wow, this sounds like it's going to be such a good little presentation. Let's see if we can't record some of it and get it not only on the air to the greater audience, but maybe have the ability to share it kind of in perpetuity. Well, and it's a good cause. Yeah. It's not. Uh, uh, well, I guess it's, well, it's so, sort of uh, self-promoting, but it, it's self-promoting for a good Well, the cause. chocolate festival is a good cause, too, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. So all that's good. But this particular, I think it really hits home kind of maybe at a at a very opportune time. So what are we talking about, Mark? Well, I think it would be best for our guests to fill us in on all of that information. Okay. So Christy Brown is here with us. She is with uh, Shelterbox. And now I've heard of concepts like this before. But never anything as specific as this. Mm-hmm. So, so there's lots of groups out there that when a crisis happens anywhere in the world, they pool their, their resources and they go out and they try to help. Right. Um, but this is a pretty specific way of helping. Right. So, Christy, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. And, and so can you kind of explain – what shelter box what the what's what's it all about well shelter box is a uh, cutting edge international charity that hand delivers emergency shelter to families affected by disaster 
And that can be national, natural disaster or that can be crisis-oriented, much like we're seeing in the Ukraine right now. Yeah, so uh, your volunteers – now, not only are you putting packages together for, for people in need, but I'm assuming there's a, a group of people that are part of your organization that takes that – to those people in need. Is, is that correct? Yes, we've got about a thousand volunteers uh, that, that do all parts of the organization from uh, going out for this response teams to determine what is needed in country to packing boxes in warehouses to doing fundraising or spreading the word like I do as an ambassador. And so that means if you're a volunteer doing some of those things that you're Putting in yourself yeah, in some of the most dangerous places in the world. Potentially, yes. Do they, do, do, so t- talk, about, talk about the process that clearly when people, you know, see things on television or they read them in the paper or now today with social media, they, they get this. And so the ability for large organizations at scale – to typically be able to pull things off. I mean, I look at just countries as an example. Sometimes it takes countries weeks, months, years before they can mobilize uh, towards some sort of a tragedy, which is why you tend just to find um, relief agencies, whether they're uh, uh, faith-based or, you know, acclaimed Red Crosses, things like that. They step, they try to step in and fill the void while everyone else is saying we should or shouldn't and, and feelings are going to get hurt. This is completely not in that. This is done out of complete selflessness instantaneously, correct? Yes. Uh, the, the response team is as soon as the disaster occurs, they, they are getting ready to go and uh, land on the ground, see what, what is happening in that area and how they can respond being a uh, organization that was begun by Rotarians, um, they work a lot with Rotarians in country. So often, uh, when they get to a country, they will contact Rotarians on the ground who can help them navigate uh, and find out who they need to talk to, where they need to be to be most effective. Now, I'll, I'll say that this falls underneath Mark, maybe the broader base term that people throw around all the time: first responders. You know, you're someone who's going to first respond. So with that being said, if we use the term first responders, which is a big umbrella statement, where within so that people can really kind of understand this, the, the term first responders, does this fall? Like, you know, there's fire first responders and EMS first responders and police first responders. Underneath the term first responders, what might be a term or language or something that someone could say, okay, I get that. That's what they do. That's that's the, the main goal. What is that? The, the main goal is disaster aid, but providing shelter for disaster aid. Okay. So if uh, Ukraine seems so broad, uh, if there's a need in, in Ukraine, is that then recognized by the volunteer organization without any input from that? country or, and and you just respond because you know there's a need or does an does somebody on the bureaucratic level need to reach out to you fill out an application and say hey listen we've got such and such crisis occurring and we need your help when when things occur they are 
they send they send people in again and talk to Rotarians and and other people that can connect them with uh, people in in country. There are a lot of criteria that go into the decision to deploy to a country, mm-hmm. and uh, in Ukraine specifically, the needs were very different from say you know a hurricane, an earthquake, something like that, because people were being displaced from their homes. Yeah. So the items that they were needing maybe weren't shelter as such. Uh, that there were a lot of places that needed mattresses and clothing because when this all broke out it was february it was very cold um so they have gone gone in to assess and hear from from people in country what is needed so that they can provide stuff that is needed we don't the last thing we want to do is take supplies in that Mm. sit Mm -hmm. uh so that they've they've done a lot of work to provide help in country but also in the surrounding countries that are receiving Tremendous amounts of refugees. Yeah. So uh, on the website, shelterbox.com, when you go there, there's – it's a – almost looks like a supply list, sort of a pictorial version of a supply list um, as an example of what might be in a box. Uh, You mentioned mattresses. Uh, Is it always something that needs to be contained in a box or is sometimes you just roll up with mattresses? In this case, uh, Shelterbox has really uh, flexed to see what is needed in specific um, in specific places. Initially, their aid came in a box. Mm-hmm. The, the the central item was a a ten person tent that would uh, was very robust and would last a long time. Um, with with other disasters, they've learned that that is not always what's needed. So maybe, especially in Ukraine, tarps would be of great help where you see buildings with uh, the roof and the windows Mm -hmm. blown out and all of those things. So for people to continue living in their home, they just need supplies to help repair it maybe. Or if they are are, uh, migrating, they might need something to sleep on in an existing structure in another country. They might need money. Uh, They might need clothing. There are a lot of different things that they would need. But um, so Shelterbox has flexed to provide those those items so you know this is a one of the nice parts mark about coming in here and and being able to kind of follow the the path on this why is this needed i mean what what is it is it lack of preparedness on a grand scale or is it the sure abundance of problems i mean what what is it is it because yeah i mean you, i think the point you're trying to make is you've got the red cross you've got the united way you've got well you've got federal government states yeah. you've got uh, uh united nations you've got everything right so i mean is it is it just your lack of preparedness or want of uh you know what i'm used to term institutions or is it the sheer magnitude of the 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 problems or the things that um, and is it because you can respond so much quicker that it doesn't matter even if they have the stuff, they just can't, they can't operate as quick? I mean, what's the strategic advantage that says clearly it's a worthwhile cause, but what's the, what's the, what's the overall strategic advantage besides having people on the ground? A lot of the countries that Shelterbox responds to do not have the infrastructure gotcha. that we okay. have in the United States. So FEMA, uh, 
leads a lot of our disaster initiatives uh, and then partners with other organizations. Rotary does partner with uh, Red Cross um, and uh, they they work with the UN a lot and other organizations, Habitat for Humanity, but uh, uh, in, in many countries they just don't have the supplies, they don't have things ready, they don't have the infrastructure or system. So Shelterbox has put together, they've got got two huge distribution hubs. One is in uh, Cornwall in the UK. Mm -hmm. The other is in the Philippines near the Ring of Fire where a lot of disasters happen every year, environmental Mm -hmm. disasters. And they they are able to... Tsunamis and stuff, right? Yes. They are able to, to... assess and then get their aid out very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they are prepared and ready for this. I was just listening to something on the way in that was talking that a new study came out, I think, from the UN. About the number of footballs that are dropped? That was not it. (laughs) They were saying uh, that, you know, the world is not is not prepared for another disaster like COVID right now, even after all we've done to try to combat this one. The countries countries overall are just still not prepared for anything like that because they've been so uh, devastated by this one and all the challenges around it. So I I think a lot of it is countries are just not ready when something happens. And this organization is very nimble and able to respond so quickly. We're going to go ahead and take a break, uh, Mark. And when we come back, we'll pick up on... Uh, kind of some of the central tenets as far as uh, what Rotary is about and why they do it and, and what gives them that, I think, that strategic advantage of uh, having boots kind of on the ground so quickly. And we're also going to play a little bit of game with you. So get prepared. Everybody, stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Ha, <laughs> 